Hello, everyone, and welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering only murders in the building. Hello, darkness. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher who is watching Only Murders in the Building Season 2 for the first time because it is just now airing on Hulu. It's very exciting. We've been enjoying it like crazy this season. Uh, who's we, you may ask? Well, I'm here with my co-host and former student, the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts, a giant amongst ants, the seer of series. I'm here with Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh. Hey, Kurt, can I can I interest you in a votive for a dripless taper? <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Howard says it to the chorus boy. The chorus who, boy. Did we ever What's learn his, his name? name? No, I, I don't, don't know if I've ever said it in the show. I, I, I could probably check IMDb for it. I'll, uh, I guess I'll do that right now. I, mean, but... I, I watched the episode twice, and I listened for his name very intently the second time and got nothing, so... Huh. anyway i don't think they do them yeah, yeah. but uh th those are the two types of candles that howard offers to the chorus boy yes indeed all right well kurt i assume you watched this episode i know i did like i said i watched it twice actually um and i i think uh i'm gonna go ahead and take a guess at what you gave this episode as a rating on a scale from one to ten uh I think you're very happy to see such a uh, prevalent role for at least Marv, if not all the fans. Uh, however, it seems like the fans' best chance at being guilty here has been eliminated. And that probably doesn't make you very happy because, you know, that, that you've been on the fan, the fan wagon for quite a while. So I, I think that probably uh, upsets you. However... There was, again, no syndicating in this episode, which might help your cause, because I believe you have shifted your uh, predictions over to Cinda, and since she's not in this episode, that probably bodes pretty well uh, for, for that theory. I'm not sure what you think of Krep's involvement. Ever mentioned him as a possible suspect for anything. <laughs> in this entire season now to be fair this is the only the only the third episode in which he has appeared so that is that is also you know a little bit uh, of a distraction uh i'm not i think you probably are tired of hearing oliver compl uh, complain about whether or not he's will's father and still not getting any answers so i, I think you like this episode i don't think you love it i think you gave it a nine okay um Similar to you, so you, you feel as though that the Marv's episode bit here, and it kind of, it may or may not ruin whether, uh, there may, it, the fans might not be the killers, okay? Maybe they're not. <laughs> Seems... right? Maybe you think that'll upset me. Maybe, maybe not. Who oh, knows? hold on, pause. I need to, not pause the recording, but, but I have to just interject here for a minute. You also, it, it doesn't seem like Lester's involved here either, which is probably very disappointing for you. So well, I wouldn't say that yet. <laughs> okay. Yet. All right. All right. You, all right, go however, ahead, thought the Glitter Man was Oscar quite a bit. And I think that upset you that it was not Oscar. So I think that's something that really angered you. Okay. Um, I think you enjoyed Howard and Jonathan. His name's Jonathan, by the way. Jonathan. Okay. Fantastic. So Jonathan. Um, Nina Lynn and Lester, I thought you 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 enjoyed that. Um, I'm assuming we're going to see some stuff with the construction maybe coming up in the next two episodes. Construction? Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah, the building, the Nina stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, no Alice. First low is okay, I guess. Uh, I think you like the little music piece of them singing. All the darkness. There's some comedy, not as much as there's been in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think I think the main stuff you were eh on. Uh, I think you gave it a nine. I think you gave it a nine as well. Yeah, I did. I did give it a nine. I also gave it a nine. Yeah, I, there's there's some stuff that I'm a little annoyed with this episode. Really honestly, annoyed. yeah, yeah. The, I I'm not. I don't like that the Detective Krebs has any involvement. I, I don't like it at all. It, no, if, see, no, so uh, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. And my immediate thought was when you know they showed there's glitter on his ear. I'm like, is he the person in the police force who kind of put a halt on Tim Kono's like yes toxicology report? Right. So okay. Like, yeah. You know what? Maybe that's fine. Like someone, we should know that someone mm-hmm. in the inside possibly is involved in something nefarious or like dubious so okay yeah the, i did think of that as well that's the one thing that would make me more comfortable with his involvement uh here's the thing though like this is a guy we've seen him twice in two episodes neither one of them listed him as a suspect uh and like i i paused on the the glitter guy in Coney Island, and he clearly had a beard. And Kreps has never had a beard on this show. I also, Kreps is like seven foot eleven, and seven foot eleven. <laughs> and, okay. And and and, and, <laughs> and, and glitter guy was not that tall. Yeah, four foot two. Yeah, go on. Exactly. At most. At most. <laughs> in in elevator shoes. So, uh, so. I don't know. I, the, I, I think there that that if if Kreps actually is glitter guy, I think there's some intentional misleading that I'm not okay with. Fair enough. Um, but I still don't think he's glitter guy. I think that there's just going to be some other explanation for the glitter. There's Fair still enough. there's still two episodes left. There I don't is. Think, there is. Yeah. So I, I I don't think he's glitter guy. Like it could be. It could be just misdirection. I agree. Yeah. Fair enough. Enough. Yeah, but so so that bothered me. I, I'm I'm a little annoyed that we still don't know uh, whether Oliver is. I mean, father. yes, that did bother me this episode. I <laughs> thought we would finally get it this episode. Yeah, and we still haven't. This is ridiculous. I, I cannot believe it. Like the power came back on. I'm I'm actually now convinced that this was Teddy's idea for revenge. Like he really <laughs> is still his father, and he just got like fake reports or something. <laughs> I actually do think that now. Like, yeah, I do that's think a possibility. Really that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. All right. So, so, I mean, this is like, what, the fourth episode? It was, it was episode five when the paternity was called in the question. And this was episode eight. So five, six, seven, eight, you know, it's been three episodes since the, the paternity was called into question. And we still don't have an answer on it, which that, that seems kind of ridiculous. That's excessive. I uh, can't believe that there's still no Amy Schumer. And <laughs> I, I, even during the blackout, there was no Amy Schumer. <laughs> Yeah, she's, she's an expensive actress. I'm sure she is, but uh, I don't know that that uh, that's disappointing to me. Um, Here's something they did say though that is basically what we were already thinking. Kind of is that they did wonder if perhaps there's multiple people. Yes, so yes, yes. It looks like there probably is. Yes, kind of point us in that direction. Um, yes, yes. Cindy uh, Canning. Yeah. Um, no, no, Cindy Canning, um, which, I mean, that does. Or Alice. Yeah, or Alice, exactly. I mean, yeah, and, you know, that was two episodes ago that 
Mabel walked in on Alice, like simulating all these deaths in Mabel's simulated apartment. Right. And, and mm-hmm. there hasn't been any kind of confrontation between Mabel and Alice about that. Mabel hasn't been know. arrested for stabbing someone. That is true. <laughs> on video. I mean, I guess you got to have somebody pressing charges, but I mean, here's the other thing, you know, Kreps, if, if he's glitter guy, I mean, is he moonlighting as a Coney Island security, <laughs> security guard or what? Like, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, why is that like operation base? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So I, I think there are a lot of problems with Krebs being glitter guy. So I, I'm really hoping that's not the case. Maybe him and glitter guys are just friends, and they like now. If he, yeah, glitter. now if Krebs, if Krebs is in on it somehow, and there's like three or four people involved, which at this point I'm, I'm almost certain. Like I'm almost certain Alice is not innocent. I'm almost certain Krebs is not innocent. I'm almost certain Syndicating's not innocent, and you know, yeah. I, I still, I still think Oscar's coming back and going to be involved somehow. But I don't know. I, I that would be fine if Krebs is involved somehow. But yeah, I, I'm going to not be glitter guy. Yeah, I don't think he should be glitter guy. All right. Fair enough. No, yeah. I mean, I, I never paused to look at glitter guy, but that's a good point. Yeah. Here's, some, <laughs> here's something for you. Okay. Uh, before I forget, uh, Jonathan, they yep. introduced him now. Yes, he's allergic to cats. He is, and the and, and somebody sneezed in the mm-hmm. passageways. But he, I mean, he was not the person in the passageways in this episode, though. No, well, it's Marvin <laughs> this episode. No, there's another. Oh, person. and another guy too. Yeah, yeah. No, there is the other one as well. Yes. Yeah. So I, I mean, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> so, so yeah, but I, I mean, they have introduced this Jonathan, and it. I, I guess he could be involved somehow. It, it rubs me the wrong way they've invited him this this late in the series. Like, if if he's involved, like, yes, I agree. Yeah, they, I feel like that's why they uh, invited, like, or not invited him, but why he's like now getting included on the eighth episode of the series. That like, oh, this guy was doing something this whole time, or he's been, yeah, I, I don't know what, but I don't know. With him. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I would say that if he is strictly there as a love interest for Howard, that's, then fine. that's fine. Totally. Yeah, fine. I agree. Yeah. And, and, and that story was entertaining enough and compelling enough that I, I'm happy that they did it, but I don't think he should be a suspect. Uh, yeah. I think the sneeze was intentional in this direction too. I mean, it's not like there were cats in the passageway as far as we know. I mean, a uh, cats would love it in that passageway. Probably. <laughs> they would love it there. <laughs> Probably. Lots of food. Everyone went there all the time. Oh, yeah. Lots of food in there, too. Yeah. There, like, mm-hmm. Looking around. So, yeah. Know, fair enough. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I still I still think that Oscar is the most likely glitter guy. I also think that there's a chance that Jared is glitter guy, Nina's boyfriend. Because uh, I think he had a beard, too, didn't he? I don't know. Did he? Don't I'm pretty know. sure. I'm pretty sure he did. But I think his beard was bigger than this beard. Um, and I'll tell you who I'm going to throw out there as a potential glitter guy. That's really, Ooh. really weird. Really, really weird. Uh, I'm going to throw Will out there as potential glitter guy. Okay. Why is that? Oh, oh no. Will's a veterinarian. Never mind. Will's not working at Coney Island. Okay. Never uh, it was just because of the beard. It's only because of the beard that I was doing that. But what yeah. was one of the homoculture like homies 
from no, like the, Horti- the horticulture homies. Uh, yeah, I wish they'd bring them back. But I, me but too. I, I, I was really wishing they would this season. They were the best part of that episode. I love that so much. <laughs> but no, I, I don't think it's them. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I did love. I did love this the the communal singing that that I'm a sucker. I'm a big. That was pretty I'm, good. I, I like how Oliver started singing a bit. The yelling yeah, yeah. people gets a little into it. Yeah, that's good. I, I'm a big time sucker for a bunch of characters in different settings singing the same song. Oh, uh, they do it. Um, my favorite movie is Magnolia, as we've talked about before uh, on other uh podcasts but uh they do that in magnolia there's just all the all the main characters sing the same song from different places they don't know that they're connected by this song but they are it gives me goosebumps uh there's there's also a, a guilty pleasure tv series that i used to watch it's done it's over now but it's called uh, the magicians and i don't know have you ever seen the magicians i haven't seen it. i've heard of it i mean it's a guilty pleasure there were some episodes that were just spectacular and there are other episodes that were just so trashy <laughs> like what am i even watching but um but they used to do it all the time like once per season or so they'd have all the characters like singing the same song in different places so good anyway so i am a big sucker for that so that, that I, I did love that too i don't want to completely bash this episode because it's not a 10 i still enjoyed it yeah yeah i thought it had like good um the comedy wasn't as comedic as it normally is, mm-hmm. but I felt as though the drama was still there for the most yeah. part. I, the the main story with like the trio and mm-hmm. um with Lucy and stuff, eh, I mean, aren't, not their strongest showing, still okay, but Marv's Lester with Nina, mm-hmm. Howard, and Jonathan, that was all really good. That was that all really good, amazing. yeah. So, yeah, that's why I fall on it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, let's talk about uh, what was funny in this episode. Uh, I'll tell you, the, I I thought Marv's description of the Sixth Avenue. Yes. Oh my oh, goodness. So good. <laughs> you better watch out if you're on the Sixth Avenue. Or the, really, everything but the third. Yeah, they were safe for some reason. Nothing ever happened there. We don't know, but <laughs> yeah. Everyone every, like, talks about like the targets you would go for. <laughs> old men, young young women, mm-hmm. and sometimes old women, men of all ages. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah that, that was so good that his, his description marv was great in this episode. marv marv is so good especially like is at the end with marv he starts talking about his daughter yeah as well and yes like, oh, <laughs> it was just he was more friendly poor marv <laughs> i love marv he's great um I loved when Jonathan was like, but I really would love to be a librarian. He says, yeah. I, I'm a librarian. Shut up. That's our slogan. Yeah, that's good, yeah. It's a slogan. Uh, Ursula's gut milk. Yeah, Ursula. Right up the gut milk. Do you think we'll ever discover why Ursula, what Ursula was throwing out on the dumpster in like episode two? Probably. I Honestly, probably. Okay. I bet you something with Nina. I mean, we don't have a lot of time left. I don't, uh, at the end of the ep- of this episode, our episode, I, I will run through all the evidence that we have. I don't know if there's time to to really suss all that out, but we'll see. Um, uh, here's some comedy for you. Uh, the Howard, like you know, Doctor Stanley is like, go go talk to the guy, you know. Ask him for some batteries, and when he goes to do that, the guy's already at his door asking him for batteries. <laughs> yes, like, oh, you have lots of batteries. Why were you gonna come ask me? <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, candles. I have lots of candles. Can I introduce yeah. you in a votive or 
or a dripless taper. It's also sad to hear that the other podcast fans are thinking about jumping ship. Oh, come on, guys. Yeah. For embezzlement? Come on. Thank goodness we have Marv. <laughs> That's right. I, um, Hips before dips. I, all the dip stuff, too. Like <laughs> yeah. him leaving the dips. The dips <laughs> eventually coming in the, the clutch. Yeah. Yes. The dips. Hips before dips. Knees before cheese. <laughs> Oh, when they start talking about their knee guy. <laughs> yeah, the knee guy. <laughs> He's the best. Isn't he the best? Oh, but his secretary. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That, that was good as well. Um, Lester and Dina, like the, the, her on the phone, <laughs> tell, demanding he come up those flight of stairs. It's kind yep. of funny. Yep. Say, so, yeah, there's some comedy, some, some good stuff here. Yes, there is. There is. Let me take a guess at what, what your favorite scene is. I th- I think your favorite scene is something. I, I don't think I don't think your favorite scene has anything to do with the podcast. I think it's either uh, the uh, Jonathan and uh, Howard in the apartment there, Nina and Lester talking, or you know what I th- I think it's it's got to it's got to be a Marv thing. I think like the opening marv bit about the sixth avenue slasher is your favorite scene oh okay yeah uh your favorite scene is i think i have something with jonathan and howard um i i i don't know which scene with jonathan and howard though um i'll go, I'll go with the librarian scene jonathan and howard okay i don't think i was right uh no you're not right but <laughs> uh i i think uh I had originally written down here Marv explaining himself at the end uh, with his daughter, talking about his daughter. Uh, but I, I, it's the singing. Who am I kidding? It's it's when they all oh, sing. I think that was really good. <laughs> I, I mine was between Howard and John, like the battery thing uh, uh-huh. the door. I thought that was so funny. I thought that was hysterical. I yeah. opened the door and I don't know, that, that, that got me really good. I, I thought that was so funny. Uh, but I, I did put the beginning. Uh, with Marv scene. Hey, all right. <laughs> awesome. Like that. And that, well, does that include him talking with the other fans? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the, the, the one fan, Sam, is, is concerned. He's like, I thought I, I was scared for my life when he picked up that fork. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's start running through the scenes. I. Yeah, I, I'll say here before we go through. I really thought from like the first scene of this episode and stuff, and like how we kind of see last episode a bit in this mm-hmm. one, like Marv sees just uh, Charles and Oliver, and then when Mabel comes in and yes, stuff, I thought we would see the whole episode from Marv's perspective, like uh, an outside viewer watching our trio, like uh, stuff. That I was like, cool. oh, such a cool angle. They didn't do that, obviously. No, I was they like, didn't. Oh, that's gonna be so cool. I wonder if this is a thing now, though, because this is episode eight, and episode eight of season one was the fans' episode two. That that was fan fiction, episode eight in season one. So I wonder if they're going to focus on the fans in episode eight of each season. Maybe uh-huh. that's what. Maybe that's why they called me up for uh, season three, episode eight. Oh, lucky you! I didn't get that call. Yeah, because you're not a fan. Okay. They can tell when you're sleeping. Oh, okay. Tell when you... All right. Well, speaking of the fans, we open with the fans, other than Marv, and are considering switching allegiance. Uh, but Marv is not, and he wants to fill the podcasters in on his Sixth Avenue slasher theory. But they're in a rush to get to Lucy. But Oliver, of course, has time to grab those dips. Oh Good yeah, thing. yeah. Ivan offers them all the dips. Yeah, these are checkoff dips, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
uh, at the Arconia, Ursula pushes gut milk. It's it's medicinal, it's nutritional, and it's lightly alcoholic. <laughs> Nina threatens Lester to bring a package to her and some papers. Uh, Howard and Grover plan how Howard should ask out Jonathan. I'm really glad you looked up his name because I was calling him the subletter or the chorus boy. I called him the guy. <laughs> Anyway, Oliver doesn't think he can go on on those stairs. It's so many flights of stairs because, of course, with a blackout, the elevators aren't going to work. Uh, it's his knees. Oh, his knees are not in good shape, but he must abandon the dips in order to get up the stairs. Howard is surprised by the subletter by Jonathan and invites him in for candles. That's your that's your favorite scene right there when he when Howard's leaving and. Uh, no, no, my favorite scene was the, that. This was close to. Oh, I see. You're know, right. Your favorite scene was the opening. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. All right. Lester drops off the package for Nina. He's quite winded after climbing all those stairs, though, and he needs to have a sit for a minute. So Nina allows him to do so. She just I really got... thought it would have been funny if she didn't let him, like, ah, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't pay you to sit. <laughs> yeah, he did. She did just get the baby down those. He, he better be quiet. So. Is that real, Mr. Sal? Like, do you really got to keep it quiet? Otherwise, oh my the God. wake back up and go Yes, away? yes. <laughs> it's really, especially, I mean, Nina's clearly frustrated because the baby wasn't going down to sleep. And that, so once you get the baby down to sleep, then you better be like, I mean, it better be like a graveyard. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Even this knock on the door, I wouldn't have let the knock happen. I would have been looking out the people the whole time waiting for him. <laughs> and then open the door. Yeah, no knock. So anyway, <laughs> someone breaks into Charles' place and Lucy retreats into the passages. The intruder follows with a knife. She should have really closed it behind her. Like, uh huh. That that was a real big annoyance. Uh huh. I'm remembering it now. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it's like the horror movie trope of like, like the person you're watching doing what you feel is like a horribly wrong thing to do. Like, why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. Don't go out alone at night in killer woods. No, don't. <laughs> That's right. Don't separate. No, don't, <laughs> don't, don't press the button that says summon the demon Lord. No, don't. Like, I don't know. It's just, no, I this, totally... is, this is a bad choice. It felt like, but anyway. to totally agree. Totally agree. All right. The podcasters arrive and react to the scene. There's a crowbar on the floor. The doors open the passageways open. Ufa. Jonathan, it turns out, is a chorus boy who wants to be a librarian, just like Howard actually is. So this feels a little too perfect, as I put here. Like, this feels a little too perfect. Is this he's, a trap or something? Like, he knows Howard and he's trying to trap yeah, Howard? Yeah. Uh, or, like, so, like that's just, right? Yeah, you're right. That. But that, to me, just sounded so suspiciously, like, I don't know. So I mean, really, all of it. Also, it's it's like it all is, yeah. But is it just for the like? Is it just a comedy bit of it, which is enjoyable? I like it. Or yeah. is it like, I don't know. I, I maybe the show knows that I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I just. I know. Even even later when Howard when he says to Howard, nothing would make me happier than to go on a date with you right now. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know that that it does seem like it's all pretty convenient and perfect. So, you're right. Well, that's what makes you suspicious of Jonathan. Boy, yeah, I, yeah. I, I hope know. it's not. I yeah. hope, but it just, it just, it's all too perfect. Yeah, too suspicious. Lucy hides in the passageways, and another flashlight scares the intruder away. Turns out that's Marv's flashlight, but we'll not find that out for a little bit. 
Lester builds a baby chair for Nina and they, you know, they chat for a while about construction, about Lester's family. And he's upset that he let a killer in. Didn't, AKA himself. It, didn't we have earlier in the season, we, we had listed as evidence that Lester didn't let anybody he didn't know in, or is that a Tim Cohen? That's season that, one. That was yeah. season one. Okay. Gotcha. All right. The podcasters are lost in the passageways. And Howard and Jonathan begin to duet the sound of silence, and the rest of the Arconia joins in. So, oh man, I just love it. I love the yodeling edition. Yeah, so yodeling. Oh my God, it's so good. Um, they almost kiss, and then the subletter, Jonathan, sneezes. <laughs> he, he's apparently he's subletting. From. He's subletting. The, I don't know whose who's apartment that is, but they, they did say he was subletting. But yeah, I do know. I, I was curious whose it is. I don't know, but they almost kiss, and this, and then Jonathan sneezes. He it turns out is lethally allergic to cats, and he leaves. Seems like he was in there long enough to to. Yeah, that was a <laughs> suspicious thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, especially he he tells him to not get rid of his cat. Like I don't know. This is. Yeah, this is he's a little sus. You're right. All right, Mabel. Uh, no, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I, I skipped a scene. Lucy finds the podcasters and she spills it that she was there when Bunny died, and she tells them that the killer sneezed. What 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 kind of what kind <laughs> no, of sneeze was it? More like the second one. Okay, I don't yeah, I actually don't know what that tells us, but okay. But the podcasters are scared away by by a flashlight. Now this flashlight uh, is not a a malicious one, uh, but Mabel takes out this person with the flashlight with the dips Chekhov's dips pay off uh and it's marv and then the power's back it's like something out of scooby-doo yeah it really was marv <laughs> <laughs> but lester sees the construction plan that nina's and nina suggests maybe lester could become the director of resident support and he kind of likes the idea of that howard lint brushing off his sweater goes to visit jonathan and Jonathan says, you know, he makes a lot of, of concessions. Howard does, you know, I'll vacuum, I'll double lint roll my every sweater. I'll get, I'll, I'll send Sevelyn to live with someone else. You know, would you go out on a date with me? And, and Jonathan happily agrees and says, don't get rid of your cat. Marv then explains himself to the podcasters. He's excited that he did something good. He scared away the intruder. He wants some attention so that his daughter might not hate him so much. It's very touching and sad. Uh, and Oliver agrees that, uh, that they'll have him on the podcast in the next episode. Because they're short on quality material, apparently. The fans know it. <laughs> yes, they do. Other than Marv. Oliver suggests the four sightings of the intruder might not be the same guy. I definitely agree here. I think this is... Maybe the most important thing that comes out of this episode. Yeah, no, this is big. Yeah, and Lucy touches base with Detective Kreps, who has a sore shoulder and glitter around his neck. He's being really creepy. Extremely creepy. I'm interested in you, Mabel. Are you interested in me? Like yeah, before that, it's like I like, like something about liking talking to like. D D yeah, that's like, right. This is really creepy. I was like, why is he so, he's so creepy suddenly? I don't Seriously. remember being this creepy. No, I know. <laughs> now he's also got glitter. Maybe it's glitter. Maybe glitter so so I, I, may, I, I, I should not 
because I tend to fixate on bathrooms and, and entertainment for some reason. And Better Call Saul, I was very fixated on toilets showing up in every episode, remember? Um, yeah. But I, I will say, a lot of people keep excusing themselves to go to the bathroom in this season. Like, you know, obviously, you'll remember Charles and Oliver doing that with Detective Williams, mm-hmm. right? Um, but Mabel did that at Coney Island, and that's where she ran into Glitter Guy. And Detective Kreps did do that when he summoned uh, the podcasters, including Syndicani and Poppy, to Bunny's apartment. I don't know if you remember this, but after Syndicani no, left, he's not. like, I got to go take a leak. So, like, mm. I, there are a lot of people excusing themselves to go to the bathroom in this in this season. And I'm, I'm not sure if that means anything or, or what, but... Interesting. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Anyhow. All right. Well, do you know what time it is? Let me go. Through. Oh, my goodness. Mr. Sal. What? It's TV time. Oh, well, how convenient. I was asking for the actual time, but okay. It sounds good. <laughs> that is the actual time. Oh, right? that's, my watch oh, is TV my mis- time. My mistake. My mistake. O'clock. Okay. <laughs> TV time o'clock. All right. Here we go. Kurt, on a scale from one to five, what do you think the audience on five. TV time gave this? A five is correct. 81% said five. Fair. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Okay, but now for the characters. This is tough. This because, is really tough. Because Her- Howard's not a votable character. Marv is not a votable character. Jonathan, obviously, is not a votable okay. character. Nina and Lester are not votable characters. So there you so have I'm, it. I'm going to let you candidly, I'm going to candidly speak right now. My favorite character is going to be, I've written down here, Howard or Marv. So. Yeah, I, and mine would also be Howard or Marv. So, so, so I've got to change it now. Yeah. So I changed that. Okay. And I have already voted for not the one of them, but but they are I prefer both of them to anybody else. So I agree. Uh yeah. I'd probably I'd go with Marv, but I think I would have actually gone with Howard. Okay. That's fine. But uh I think you I know who you voted for. You wanna go over take a stab at it? Oliver. Okay. I think you went with Charles. Okay, and I think the people went with Oliver as well. Okay. And I did go with Oliver. Mm-hmm. How about oh, wait, no, no, no. Okay, so I'll put the people vote. Uh, sure, go ahead. I feel like I kind of cheated. Cause it's Mabel. Why would I say Oliver? Mabel. Okay. And you're right about that. The people did vote for Mabel. <laughs> that was uh, 78% Mabel. In, in, a, in an open field, the, yeah. the default setting is Mabel. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> the people do Mabel. Uh, and I also voted Oliver, not okay. Charles. Just yeah. Oliver, Oliver did the most humor out of like the trio. I mean, yes. I it there. They're all pretty like no one really gets any like individual characterization really. I mean, mm-hmm. Mabel does touch on the fact she doesn't really know who she is quite yet. Like she, you know, mm-hmm. she doesn't really. But yeah, they're kind of all like in the same boat here for this episode. That kind of all feels all the same, you know, yeah. between them. Just Oliver is a bit more funnier than the rest. So Yes, I, that's a, got it. I would agree with that sentiment as well. All right, lots of missing characters from this episode, although we did get everybody in the Arconia except for Amy Schumer. No, I'm sorry, I take that back. We had lots of people missing from the Arconia, but there's no Alice, Uma. there's no no Amy, no Leonora, no Oscar, no Teddy, no Theo, no Saz, no Jan, no Jared, no Detective Williams, no Cinda, no Poppy, no Uma. Lots of people missing. There's a lot of people missing for the episode. Some evidence, uh, not much new, uh, but uh, the new stuff, you know, Kreps has glitter on them, and they suggest that there might be multiple people 
involved here. Now, I, I do want to run through the other evidence that we have for the season because I don't, I don't know how we're going to get answers to all of this. But just to run through it, we also know that Glitter Guy works for Coney Island as a security guard. We know that Glitter Guy had a photo of Charles and Lucy and on his person. Uh, there's the fingerprint on the matchbook that has blood that somehow still hasn't been analyzed. Oh, because it's missing. Glitter Guy has it. That's right. Um, there's the camera footage showing Bunny with somebody at the pickle diner. Uh, Bunny, Bunny seemed to know the person who killed her. As far as we know, we don't know of any connection between Bunny and Krebs. Um, the, uh, the knife was Oliver's knife and was found in Charles' apartment, probably because of the passages, the passageways. Uh, the killer wore black boots. We've seen Glitter Guy and Alice both wearing black boots. Um, the killer seems to sneeze or cough or sneeze, I guess, in the passageway. Uh, Bunny had a note about the painting. I want that painting. Bunny uh, had a phone call about the painting, seemingly. Uh, the elevator went from floor 10 to floor 12 before the killer got out. Uh, Jan had a note on her door last season that said, I'm watching you. Um, the painting was a forgery. And it includes Charles' father. The text messages were from an unknown number, at least unknown to Charles and Oliver. Bunny's last words were 14 and savage. And Ursula's, uh, Ursula was dumping something in the dumpster, but we don't know what. Hmm. All right. So that's all the evidence that we have. Having said all that, I'm still listing Syndicating as my top suspect. I think that's a very good guess. Um, I am including Oscar and Alice still as being involved somehow. I guess I probably somehow need to include Kreps as being involved as well. Um, so maybe it's four people, not three. Uh, and, uh, but, I'm, but I'm still holding out hope that Amy Schumer is involved somehow. <laughs> that would be good. I would like that. <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, can I put three people, like, ranked? Yeah, I, th- I right. think so. I, th- I think there are multiple people here. So Yeah, well, number one, my number one suspect, Lester. Still Lester? I have to. But he wasn't even your number one suspect last week. So why? So last week it was Cindy Canning because she wasn't in the episode. Yes. And she's not in this episode, and Lester is. And because... why does Lester now leapfrog her? Well, so if it is Lester, I get all the credit. Okay. Well, I'll get so much credit, Mister. Yeah, I'll imagine, I'll, I'll, imagine that world of credit I get if it is. Lester. I, I mean, you I get. Want more you, cr- I want you to close your eyes and think of about that. If Lester, if Lester's involved somehow, I feel like that is a bigger win than our Ozark survivors survive the series <laughs> win for you. Really? I mean, that's a pretty big win. Or, or by big win, do you mean like the happiness it brought me, or like the side like more the more skill involved? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see but like i i gotta say so i i'll say lester number one here mm-hmm. i do feel like at the end of the next episode we'll know who the killer is uh mm. just because of the penultimate i mean last season we did i i, I don't know i i think that's an okay formula to do yeah uh because you know figure out the penultimate and then we have like maybe resolution or something else you know dealing with it or something mm-hmm. cindy canning number two i, I think cindy canning is probably the best person in terms of the evidence shown and like stuff they've seen like with what poppy said and some other stuff Cinda mm-hmm. makes a lot of good sense number three jonathan i'm suspicious of the guy yeah, yeah 
I don't want him to be part of it, but I'm suspicious. And then obviously Alice and now Crep are yeah down there. So yeah, I think they're involved certainly. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say because so, so you're saying that multiple of these people are probably involved. Yeah, but in terms of the killer, Buster, yeah. Cinda, Jonathan. The you're talking about the plunge the knife killer, or like the mastermind behind it. Okay. Because like, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think Cinda um, physically killed anyone, but she could have been yeah. the mastermind. Yeah. All right. Well, I, man, I I'm more confused than i've been for most of the season this this crap's glitter thing really threw me off as does jonathan he's i feel like there's i feel like there's so many just weird like clues for like i i don't know how to connect them all i know know. like that note to jan last season i don't know how that connects at all for example and there's just so many small things and so many i just i don't know who knows i don't know like maybe i look at alice's hair twirls yeah you go back i I'll tell you what I I mean normally when I watch a murder mystery I'm just I'd like to just be along for the ride I don't like to try to figure it out so I'm I'm not heartbroken about being wrong ever like but so so I'm I'm excited to see where they take this I'll tell you one other thing that I'm looking for that has nothing to do with the the murder here well maybe it does who knows I think we're gonna have to have some kind of either flashback or memory or discussion of Oliver's father, because he's, he's the only one of the pod, three podcasters who hasn't had a substantial like paternal connection in this, in this season. So we'll have to see and, uh, along with his, you know, the paternity of will, but uh, I think that somehow we're going to end up connecting to Oliver's father as well. Well, he's the son of Sam. Oh, oh let's hope not. <laughs> let's hope not. Oh man! Uh, now there, one of the podcasters is named not podcasters. One of the uh, fans Sam. is named Sam. He's the son of Sam. Well, who says the son of Sam is named Sam? Sam? Maybe Sam would name his son Sam. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Sam has a son. But a son named Sam? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway, so th- there you have it. I, I don't. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I'm. I'm still enjoying it. I don't. I don't know that. Like, I, I'm. I'm a little mired in confusion at this point, though. Too. I. I, I think I need some answers next episode. Yeah. I, I. I. I expect we will get them. If they don't give us answers, I will be kind of upset. But I'm we don't. Assuming we will. <clears throat> yeah. With Alice again. I'm mm-hmm. assuming we're gonna get. Like. Or yeah. Things are gonna be shown i mean if krebs is the glitter guy i think mm-hmm. next episode they're going to show a bit of the rash or some you know some stuff behind it maybe it'll be a krebs episode next one that could be uh, you know I, honestly i i don't need all the answers next uh, next week but I, yeah. I, I i think i need some I, yeah. yeah no more no more questions and no answers here right? we, we need some just maybe yeah. some more questions but more answers than questions yeah and for god's sake oliver needs to check his email yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> without the power going out, we need the, we need yeah. the results. Exactly, exactly. Uh, speaking of next week, that episode is called "Sparring Partners." Sparring partners. So we'll see how that goes. Anyway, anything else you'd like to add about this episode? No, I I, I look forward to next week's. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. All right. Well, then, folks, please feel free to email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Please go back and check out our catalog of other series that we've covered, lots of them. Uh, probably the most pertinent one that I'll mention, just I won't mention all of them, but uh, I mean, if you've been listening along, you know what we cover. But uh, the season series finale of Better Call Saul is coming up this week. 
tomorrow, we're dropping this on Sunday. The, the series finale of Better Call Saul is on Monday, and we'll have coverage posted on Thursday. So look forward to that uh, and other all of our other series as well. Please spread the podcast around. Tell your friends and family about it. Tell people you know at work. Tell everybody about it. Post it on you know whatever social media you're on. Um, please give us those five-star ratings and reviews. Subscribe, like, follow, whatever you have to do in your podcast app of choice. And we'll look forward to talking about sparring partners next week. And in the meantime, you know, there are Fairweather fans, but I'm omit B for life. <laughs>